Hello, my name is Gray. And my name is Crystal. And this is Vastiation Beauties, the supernatural commentary podcast where I, someone who has seen this show several times, and I, someone who only knows the show through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian. So for today's episode, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 12, Night Shifter. Uh-huh. Yeah, I almost forgot. But this one is written by Ben Edlund and directed by Mr. Phil Segrisha himself. Yeah. So, uh, familiar names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I know we're supposed to like Ben Edlund, but I mean, I haven't enjoyed his work in season two so far. I think I enjoyed this one because of the nostalgia. Like, it ends on a really good note, in a note that I really remember. So, mm-hmm. like, watching it again, it's like, oh my god, it's supernatural, oh my god. <laughs> so, like, I, I did enjoy that. But uh, I think I've told you this in a recording before, but I cut it out yeah. of the podcast, so I'm just gonna say it again. Like, yeah. I said back then that Ben Edlund... It's kind of weird about women. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, even in his other episodes, even his future episodes, there are moments where I'm like, about women. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Apparently, I'm allergic to the word misogynistic. But... <laughs> I, like, does he have a thing for women dying in lacy nightdresses? Like, is that something that he's into? I'm... The thing is, I'm not sure if that's, like, you know, like, his writing or the choice of the costume department. Right, right. They have yeah. their hookers and nuns costume yeah. department sections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, Ben. <laughs> ben, you are beloved by the Tumblrinas, but you have not been showing us your good side uh, recently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, Crystal, before going in, mm-hmm. what what do you do? You know anything about this episode? I did not know anything about this episode, but I could guess from the title that it was a shapeshifter episode. Uh, yeah, that's true. Did you, while watching, did you go? Oh, I recognize this. I mean, I'm no, for sure because the... Hendrickson is there. Yeah. The okay. The first moment I recognized was. When Sam and Dean show their badges to yeah. Mon or whatever his name is, yeah, yeah, and they slap him against the glass because I feel like that's in a lot of AMVs. Yeah, and then, I mean, I recognized Henriksen, but I don't think I've seen any of the scenes that he's in in this episode, okay, besides yeah. screenshots of the times when he asks if John was a white supremacist. Yeah, so true of him. So uh, true of him. You, you didn't know about the music cue at the end. I did not. That's an iconic, super natural scene. Like, like 
when I was younger, like when I uh-huh. first got into the fandom, like that was the scene that I would rewatch over and over again on YouTube. <laughs> For real. I liked it so much. So like seeing it again, I kind of forgot that it was going to happen in this episode. But seeing it mm. again was like super fun. I had so much fun. This was actually like, I remember one time I, uh-huh. I told my friend that I was listening to uh, Renegade by Sticks. And she was like, okay, why don't we watch it together, like, on Messenger, the watch together feature. And, uh-huh. like, if you if you look up Renegade by Sticks on Facebook, all that yeah. shows up are Supernatural fan videos. So to listen to this song, we, like, just watch a Supernatural fan video, <laughs> which is truly the Supernatural fan experience. Yeah, yeah. It's weird listening to songs I know from AMVs and not hearing the dialogue bits. No, exactly. Like, what do you mean that wasn't in the song? <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, let's start the actual episode. We have The Road so far, which is uh, a combination of, like, Dean fucking up with the law, you know? Like, mm. uh... Like from skin and the usual suspects, and then it's cut abruptly by, uh, like a news forecast thing. So like you know they're playing around with the yeah, they're having fun with the, the show. Format. They're having fun, yeah, which is fun to watch. Anyway, like this is just your typical like there's a hostage situation, and we're uh, watching how it's going down, and. Uh, just as the report is about to end, something happens, which is a hostage is let out of the building. And as the camera zooms in on the door, we see that the hostage taker is Dean Winchester. Ooh! Yep, that's yep. him. Yeah. I think my only note during this scene, like my only bullet point was, where's Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, literally. This entire episode is also very Dean-centric, isn't it? They literally locked Sam up in a bank vault so he couldn't be part (laughs) of the episode. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, uh, we go to one day ago. We're in Milwaukee. And Sam and Dean are in a jewelry store interviewing some people about a potential case. And the scene cuts between Sam being an actual regular person asking questions and Dean chatting up this woman who, I mean, to be fair, is chatting him up right back. Yeah. Like I said, no misogyny points for flirting. He's just flirting. Yeah. Yeah. He's just flirting. Yeah. So this woman is like all leaning in being like so what's it like being an FBI guy and Dean's trying to pull off the dark and brooding thing it's like it's so it dangerous it does not fit him we have to at keep all. secrets but mostly it's lonely like Jesus and he's yeah this so annoying says, yeah, he's so annoying he's so fucking annoying he's so annoying like, I can't we've talked stand before it. about whether this would work on us or whatever the fuck <laughs> I think if a guy told me that he was like 
oh the secrets that i have to keep like i'm so lonely i'll be like okay <laughs> whatever i don't need that in my life yeah yeah and she replies to that i so know what you mean which I think is Bedlin just being a tad misogynistic and trying to make her out as, like, vapid or something. But I choose to believe that she's also a secret agent. Every woman in this episode, episode is... is made out to be vapid. Like, that's yeah. just what is going on. And yeah, it frustrates me, honestly, Mr. Ben Edlin. It's this is really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, writing them like they're a completely different species. No, exactly, and it sucks. Like, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I do wonder, like, because I've consumed Supernatural so much and I've consumed it at like a, such a significant portion of my life. Sometimes I wonder, uh-huh. like, did Supernatural affect how I view like certain things? Right. Right. Like, sometimes I'm like, do I think that women are vapid because of Supernatural? Like, obviously, I don't think women are vapid. But, like, you know, Uh there is that kind of, like, fear, I guess. Like, oh, no, what if I absorbed the things that Supernatural is peddling, like, unconsciously, and I'm unconsciously exhibiting them? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, yeah. I've definitely felt myself become desensitized to misogyny within Supernatural during the course of this podcast, but I don't know if that translates to me being desensitized to, like, real-world misogyny, so I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Is Supernatural making us worse people? We'll find out in six years. <laughs> So, uh, while this is happening, Sam is talking to the jewelry store manager, and uh, we find out that the situation is that an employee here who is very trusted, like, one day just showed up, robbed the whole place, and then got caught by a security guard, and she took his gun and killed him while he was on the phone with the manager. And then uh, we find out from Franny, the woman that Dean's flirting with, that after the theft, this woman went back home and killed herself. Uh, And apparently that really gets them in the mood, because... Dean's like, thanks, I think that's all I need. And she's like, really? Because I've got more. If you wanted to interview me sometime in private. And Dean's like, yeah, sure. I mean, something we have learned about the current true crime craze is that women be listening to true crime and enjoying it. So maybe this woman is a true crime enthusiast. Yeah. Probably so. Um, and Sam finds out that the police took all the security camera footage. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Sam and Dean head out with Dean having Franny's number in toll. Yeah, and he never calls her. And I know it's yeah. like a bad situation they've gotten themselves in and like 24 hours later but like yeah no they're fucked give her a call dude 
I think she'll be fine if she found out that you are a wanted criminal. Of, I like, think she might uh, be the United into States. it. Yeah. Like, seeing how she has reacted here, like, she might be into it. <laughs> so Sam and Dean hop out of the car in front of this house. And, you know, they're talking about how, like, Dean's like, fuck the cops. And Sam is like, they're just doing their job. And Dean says, they're just doing our job, but worse. So, you know. So Sam's a bootlicker and Dean (laughs) licks his own boot, which is not that much better. Yeah, it's like later on they have this conversation about how Sam is so good at playing cop uh-huh. you know? like, and yeah. it's like oh well, okay <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah I think this episode is best enjoyed like like talking about it in a podcast is to the detriment of the episode you know what I mean like yeah this is the type of episode that you watch and you're just like mindless and you're like I'm not even gonna think about any of the implications or anything that's going on like I'm just gonna watch it and when somebody shoots someone I'm like hell yeah guns or whatever the fuck how people watch Supernatural like this is that kind of episode (laughs) but alas we are the intended audience (laughs) alas we are talking about it in a podcast so yeah anyway Sam and Dean walk towards the house and Sam is doing exposition which is all he's here for in this entire episode which is that like this Milwaukee um, National Trust bank was robbed like a month ago and it's the same MO as the jewelry store so uh, they're gonna talk to the security guard that was on duty at the time so they knock at the door and like uh, I think they establish here that like the guy is quote pretty weird, you know, like yeah. the lights is like oh this guy is like paranoid in some way. I think that's what it's trying to say. And right. like yeah, the guy walks like there's bright lights suddenly and the guy walks in and he asks for ID. Which, like, it's fascinating how they yeah. use the, like, ask for ID thing. Like, it can either be, uh-huh. like, she's a cool girl and she, like, yeah. knows her way around. Or, like, he's uh-huh. a fucking paranoid-ass man, you know? Yeah. It's, like, okay, sure. Right. Uh, it's weird. But, I mean, I feel like, because they establish him as unattractive, I think, is sort of what they're doing here. They've, yeah. like, very much cast the, like, typical, like, conspiracy theorist-looking mm-hmm person here like he's fat and he has long hair and that makes him like unlikable for some reason anyway like he asks like you said earlier he asked for id and sam and dean slammed their id at the window door whatever the fuck it is and uh sam's id says han solo fucking losers they're making fun of this man for being a fucking uh, I don't know. I don't know. What are they making fun of this man for? Like, he's like a nerd. We Like, I guess. But like... Yeah. Your ID literally says Han Solo, Sam. Uh-huh. So. Uh, what's the worst crime? <laughs> being a conspiracy theorist <laughs> or being a Star Wars fan? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't read what Dean said, though. 
Uh, I feel like I looked this up once. It's it's um, in cursive, and as you know, Gen Zers do not know how to read cursive. <laughs> so, trivia uh, and references. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, Dean's FBI ID name names him as either Jack Bauer from 24 or Jack Ryan, who is a fictional character created by novelist Tom Clancy. None of these people I know, so yeah, that's this exercise was futile. <laughs> anyway, they go in and they they like talk this man up that like, oh, we want to hear your uh your side, like even though we already heard it from the police, etc., etc. Anyway, as they come in, we start to see the room, which is full of your typical like conspiracy theorist idea of like papers on the wall red lines passing through every single one of them type of scenario uh-huh and that's also supposed to cast him in a bad light but it looks the same as all of the like boards that like john and john Dean had and Sam yeah have had up yeah anyway it's slowly revealed that like uh, this Ronald guy actually let in Juan, which is the guy who shot the place up, I think. Is that what happened? But anyway, yeah. like uh, he like let one in. And then like a little bit later on, he figured out that that's not one. Uh, it's like someone wearing Juan's face and he says it's like a mandroid. And uh, yeah. This guy is, like, really convinced. And the thing that convinced him is that he has a copy of the tapes, of, like, the security tapes. And in one of the tapes, it's seen that uh, the guy, like, the one the one who um, entered the building has, like, laser eyes, as he puts it. So, like, just like the eyes that we saw on Dean back in... Shifter? Skin. skin, yeah, back in skin. Anyway, this all happens, and he's very excited when Sam stands up and says, "Okay, I want you to listen very carefully because I'm about to tell you the God's honest truth about all this." And Dean is like, kind of like smiling, and then Sam goes. There is no such thing as mandroids. There's nothing evil or inhumane going on out there. Just people. Nothing else. You understand? And, like, Dean looks visibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this is, like, kind of fucked up. Like, we're just straight yeah. up lying to this guy. And, yeah. you know, Ronald Ronald looks heartbroken. He's like, what about the laser eyes? And Sam's like, it's just a camera flare. And... Ronald asks them to get the fuck out of his house. And Sam was like, one more thing. And then they cut to the motel room. Okay, let's talk about this scene. What an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, he is an asshole. He is You did skip over the fact that Ronald said, like, if the law won't hunt this thing down, I'll do it myself, though. Like, that's the main thing that prompted Sam to lie to him. However, I think a better way to do it would just be, like, 
we believe you, but you, like, can't hunt this down yourself. Like, we are stronger and we'll do it and we'll call you after we're done, you know? Yeah. Like, I think just being honest is, like... Yeah. Because, like, what are they trying to do here? Like, yeah. what they're trying to do is to make the guy not go out and do something stupid like shoot up a bank. That's what yes. they're trying to do. Yes. Uh, but, like, there is a more visible, there's a clear path between I tell the guy he's insane and then uh-huh. he, he yeah. shoots up a bank. There's, like, a yeah. clearer line through that versus I tell the guy the truth that he is actually correct aside from a few details and I tell him to give this to us and stay safe and he doesn't shoot up a bank like those Mm -hmm. are that that is a clear path and it's like it's just and also the way he is like he's just so like he did this and I was like oh I hate you I hate you you are a terrible person yeah, no, he, as Dean puts it later, is very good at being a fed. Yeah, unfortunate. Do you, I mean, okay, Supernatural never tries to connect episode to episode, but do you <laughs> yeah. think, well, because, like, last episode, Sam was, like, so dead set on saving people and keeping them out of dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. So, like, did he really think this was the best way to do it? I don't even For remember Ronald, what the I guess. last episode was. Playthings, um, play right? things, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he had the line specifically, like, even now everyone around me dies. Like, maybe he thinks that, like, by completely cutting off, like, any potential friendship with Ronald, he's keeping him safe by making him hate him. But also, he just seems like a fucking asshole. I do not think that's the intention at all. I don't think yeah. that crossed Ben Edlund's mind at I all while writing this scene. I don't think it crossed Ben Edlund's mind either. Yeah. So, he just doesn't uh, like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sam and Dean are back to the motel room. And Dean's like telling Sam, like, you were kind of a dick back there. You like were so mean to him. And it's a little creepy how good of a fed you are. He says, like, we should have at least thrown him a bone because he did a really good job tracking down this thing. Uh, Because, you know, he guessed that this person, like, recharges underground. He guessed that they were, like, in the center of where these two locations were and might be hitting another bank, etc. So... Um, but Sam just, like, goes judgmentally mandroid. Ugh, come on, Sam. Yeah, Dean says that this guy isn't so different from you or me, and people think we're crazy. And Sam says he's not a hunter, he just stumbled onto this, and if he was to actually try to go after this thing, he would super much die, so we should keep him in the dark so he stays alive. Ugh, bad logic, my dude. So, yeah. They know that it's a shapeshifter. Dean comments that he hates the things because one turned into him and framed him for murder. Does a shapeshifter ever turn into Sam? No idea, I don't think so. I don't think so either, which isn't fair. Like, I think we should have that 
But may is it is it because Jared Padalecki's a bad actor? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'll be honest. Okay, uh-huh. I think Jared Padalecki's all right at acting. Like yeah, uh, yeah. When he was Gadriel, I really liked that. It was mm. like incredibly believable for me. Yeah, the way he held himself was quite yeah. good. I could definitely see that as a different guy. That's true. Okay, so it's just at least he wasn't putting on like, like German Germanic <gasps> accent. So <laughs> Apocalypse World Cast is not a real guy to me. He literally shows up in one episode and has showed up in every single one of my nightmares. <laughs> so yeah, love that. Go Misha Collins. Oh God, what a man. Yeah, so Sam and Dean look at the sewer layout and they see the one more bank that is accessible from that sewer. So that is where the shifter is going to hit next. Okay, so Sam and Dean show up (laughs) in their little uniforms and they are in the bank and they're being shown around and they end up in this like um, security footage room where they just sit down and watch security footage and like at some point like Sam talks to the guard that uh, guided them inside and mm-hmm. uh, the guard is like okie dokie and heads out and Dean says I like the guy he says okie dokie <laughs> and then Sam says what if he's the shifter and Dean like immediately straight face goes well then we follow him home and put the silver bullet through his chest bone and it's like <laughs> this is truly the supernatural experience you yeah know? what a man yeah, I I think Dean would like me because I also do say okie dokie. That's like the, my entire um, input for this scene. <laughs> I also say okie dokie, Dean. Why don't you? Why don't you say you like me? So they they uh, sit down. They watch the screens, and at some point, Dean like zooms in on a woman's ass. Because, you know, he's like that. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this and I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Like, the thing yeah. with Supernatural is just like, how much shit are you willing to swallow, right? Mm. <laughs> like, That's what Dean much... says a lot every night when there's a woman in his room. Oh, no! <laughs> hey, lady. So not to um not to surprise you or anything, but how much shit are you willing to swallow? Yeah, exactly. Um No, but like the thing is like like you said, like supernatural like because you can't watch supernatural and be like um Oh no, this is misogynistic at every turn. Well, we do do that. But I like, do do that. I, I, I don't think that's like the ideal way to watch Supernatural for peak enjoyment, right? Mm. So like, I don't know. It's just this... Uh, whatever. Who cares? This is not even his worst crime, so... <laughs> what yeah. do you think is Dean's worst crime so far? I think it's still the one where he posts yeah. as a... Uh, 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 what's that? Like, uh, a reality, reality TV. TV show. Yeah, yeah. 
recruiter recruitment recruitment guy yeah yeah we did give him like what 20 10 points, 10, 10 yeah, points 10 for points. that yeah are you gonna yeah. give him a point for this one yeah i'd like to okay all right Dean, okay, how we much is given Dean a point for a while? Wow, so record breaking. Yeah, like so. Okay, this is only his eighth point of the season. Oh, he's falling behind. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of catching up to do, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, they like look around some more and they see some guy turn around and his eyes light up so they got him and then uh, as they look around the camera some more Dean notices that the entrance is being locked up by none other than Ronald and he's carrying a gun he's carrying some stuff and yeah, he like shoots up the ceiling and then goes like, "This is not a robbery. Everyone stay on the floor." And yeah, we go to the yeah. marshal. What a guy! Right, so yeah. everyone's freaking out, obviously, and he's yelling, telling everyone to get on the floor in the middle. Uh, Sam and Dean start heading towards him. And Dean says that he should do the talking because Ronald does not like Sam. Um, For good yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, not to defend a guy who's shooting up a place, but <laughs> yeah. he does not like Sam for a good reason. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Ronald has chained up the only exit, so he's locked everyone in the bank, effectively. And... Sam and Dean come into his field of vision. He freaks out a bit, has them get down, and he's asking them who they are and who they're working for, and if they're working for the mandroid. And Sam says, we're not working for the mandroid. And he's, like, on his knees and his hands are out sort of fleetingly, and he looks so biblical. Like, thank you, Sam. (laughs) I cannot... Uh, assign Sam biblical status this episode because he's annoying as fuck. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I just like Sam and religious imagery, even if he's annoying in other contexts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Love Ronald to be a Catholic. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Ronald's like, shut up, I'm not talking to you, I don't like you. Um, which is also Ben Edlund talking to Sam this episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Ronald gets someone to check Sam and Dean for weapons. Uh, and Dean has a knife. Dean says about this, I'm not just gonna walk in here naked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean. Yeah, so Dean starts trying to calm Ronald down. So, he's saying that he believes him, and that's why they're here, and he has Ronald come closer so he can talk to him. And he tells Ronald, like, it's the bank manager, we saw his eyes, 
and we have to find him before he changes into someone else. Uh, which I think he's also kind of being a dick here by not explaining fully here, right? Like, he's just, like, sort of setting Ronald loose on the shifter without giving him, like, the correct information. Yeah, like, this shifter is not gonna die with whatever bullets this guy's gun has, right? Yeah. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, you need a silver something to the heart. Yeah. So, Dean starts getting up, and he says that Ron should take him with him as a hostage, and they should go together to track down the bank manager. Um, and he says again, like, like, man, I believe you, you're not crazy. And Ron agrees, uh, but he decides that everyone else has to go in the vault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, there are cops at, outside. Yeah, at this point, like, the cops start arriving. Uh, yeah, so in the vault room, like, they, they all go in, except for Dean and Ronald. And Dean, like, locks up the door. And, like, you know, he's playing the, like, reluctant, reluctant uh, sidekick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like... It, <laughs> Oh, like yeah. there's a woman inside who's fucking <sighs> Sam up, and it's like the the situation is like he's like who is that guy? Like he is so brave, and it's like you are in a hostage situation. Yeah, you should be screaming, crying, and throwing up. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. It's just frustrating that this is how, like the two women that we see a lot of in this episode are portrayed. Yeah. Like, a woman who's really into Dean and, like, is flirting with him in the middle of a serious murder investigation. And also a woman who's literally in the middle of a hostage situation going, oh my god, Dean is so handsome. I know. Oh god. Do you think Ben Edlund has a crush on (laughs) Dean? What is going on, Ben? You know, okay. Yeah, I can see it. This is like triangulation of desire or whatever the fuck the Tumblrinas are talking about. Right, because I feel like if he was just being misogynistic, like, he'd, like, have, like, a woman for Dean and a woman for Sam, you know? Yeah, that's true. That would be his thing. Like, he's being misogynistic, and he, like, kind of wants to fuck Dean Winchester. Yeah. Uh, diagnosed uh, Dean Fucker 69. <laughs> yeah. This is so bad. Like, is this bad? What are we doing? I don't stuff? know. This is a real guy. <laughs> I know. Ben, if you're like... listening, if you're listening, we are sorry for calling you Dean Fucker 69. By we, I mean I. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I am sorry. (laughs) Yeah, oh, God. And also the way that I feel... Both of these women are, like, directed to, like, talk in a specific way, too, right? Like, and it's, you know, the, the, like, vapid, like, not valley girl, necessarily, but, you know, like, like a voice. I think she has, like, a little southern twang. Mm. Which I did, like... Yeah, I love yeah. a southern twang. Yeah. 
this is unrelated but like i was talking to a friend the other day it was a british and she like i i asked her like can you do a southern like Amer- like u.s accent and she mm-hmm. did it and she said like the the way that you do a southern accent is you pretend you're about to cry <laughs> Because, like, southern people, like, their voices shake and it's like they're crying. So every single time I hear, like, a southern twanged accent, mm-hmm. I'm like, this person is about to cry. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she's in a hostage situation. Yeah. So I She's get in it. a hostage situation. Yeah. And honestly, I get it, really. Like, I too, if I was in a terrifying situation, I would sexualize the nearest man in order to feel better. But I don't think that's what Ben Edlund's doing. Yeah. Like, we'll be, both of us will be sitting in a hostage situation and we're like, OMG, like, this random guy who's sitting beside us kind of looks like Sam Winchester. Like, he's got the hair. He's six foot seven, you know. Love that. And does his own laundry. Yeah. So, yeah, so they literally locked Sam up in a vault so he couldn't be part of the plot. And, you know, I really thought the shifter was going to be someone in the vault so, like, we would cut back to Sam and it'd be, like, a locked room murder mystery situation. Well, like, that's not it at all. They don't utilize the vault really at all as a setting. So, we have Ron and Dean looking around the bank manager's office, and Ron trips over a pile of clothes and shed off skin. So, yeah, this guy has changed out of the bank manager's form. Too bad. Yeah, and at this point, Dean finally clarifies that this isn't a mandroid, it's a shapeshifter. He says that shapeshifters are human more or less and that they have human drives. In this case, it's money. Which I think is like an interesting bit of shapeshifter lore, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like they're sort of saying here that they're just driven by one specific human instinct. Is that hmm. the implication? Because no, we don't see that with Mia. Just... Yeah, no. I think what's being said here is, like, he has, like, human desires. Like, Mm -hmm. he has, like, a human brain and logic, and he's not, like, just, you know, like, an animal that's, like, going after food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I I wonder what this shapeshifter wanted to do with all the money. Like, yeah, you know. like, were they planning a vacation? Like, yeah. did they just want to sit on it like a dragon? Love that. Love some <laughs> dragon lore in Supernatural. Which we do get. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's literally just some guy. Which, you know, it's Supernatural. I do think the, like, the fandom wiki picture for dragons in Supernatural is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just the word dragons over a photo of a guy. Yeah, it's just some guy. Literally the most some guy to ever exist. And then the word (laughs) dragons underneath. Love that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that they're doubling down on the, like, it's human, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's just, 
Like, how do, like, are shapeshifters born from other shapeshifters? I think so, right? Like, Bobby John was born from oh, shapeshifter yeah. parents. No, yeah, you're right. Because, like, I was wondering, because they do the Lamarckian evolution, <laughs> like, yeah. thing. And, right, and skin. right. Yeah, so, like, I, th- I think, I don't know. It's just, the, the lore is a bit fuzzy right now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, just is, this, it up. Hmm? is this the first time that they repeat, like, a monster? I mean, besides spirits? Yeah, yeah. No, I think they repeated vampires, right? Uh, yeah. okay, With Gordon. Yeah, 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 you're right. Dead Man's Blood and the Gordon app. Yeah. Yeah, so. but, like, this is... Yeah, we don't usually get, like, a repeat, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we don't usually get, like... Oh, we already did this before, and this is what they were like before, and that's what they're like now. I think yeah. the vampire one is interesting because, like, it's like a new side of vampires, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one, like, we barely see the shifter, and, like, uh-huh. the shifter doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it could literally be anything else. Yeah. It could. Um, so. Ronald's, like, pretty into Dean's explanation. Like, he's quite excited about the whole situation. He thinks that the shifter might kill someone and take their place, but Dean shoots his dreams that his theories are right down by saying that it doesn't really matter. And Dean finds a silver letter opener on the desk and explains to Ron that silver is the only thing that can hurt a shifter. And they start heading out, and Ron, like, looks... Like, he follows Dean out, and then he, like, looks back into the room, and he grins. And I was like, oh, is he the shifter? But no. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of moments in this episode where you go at, like, a person, it's like, ooh, is this mm-hmm. a shifter? But, like... It never happens. <laughs> it literally never happens. I did think as soon as Sherry spoke to Sam the first time that she was the shifter, because I was like, there, there's no other reason that we would spend this much time on such a useless scene unless it was to like set up this character as, you know, the shifter later. But no, she wasn't even the shifter then. Boo. Yeah, I mean, it was a setup, but like, it's a but different But not in the same setup. way, yeah. yeah. So her lines to Sam were still completely useless. Yeah. So, like, uh, we go to, like, a van that's, like, full of police officers, and they're talking, and they're, like, cut the power uh, to, like, lure the guys out. You know, usual police stuff. But, like, inside the bank, Ronald and Dean are, uh, like, just looking around still, and Ronald is still, like, very giddy. And Dean's like, oh, why are you doing that? And he's like, no, I'm not nuts, you know? Uh, I am right, uh, except for the mandroid thing. And uh, he's like, he's just excited that he's not crazy. And then the power cuts off. And this complicates things because they can't look at the cameras to find the shifter now. Yeah, I... I was really surprised that at no point in the episode do they just decide to silver knife test everybody. Yeah. 
Like, because that's, that's very much a standard in later Supernatural, at least. Yeah, that's true. Like, you just do a little prick of silver. Yeah. What will get... happen, even, yeah. if someone... Like, if someone is a shifter, and then they get sliced a little bit with silver. I mean, if they go, ah! Like, I mean, that's just <laughs> a normal reaction. Yeah. I feel like. Um, I don't know. Maybe their skin starts, like, like peeling off in a slimy shifter way. Yeah. I mean, they'll be like, it's just an allergic reaction, bro. Don't even, don't even <laughs> yeah. consider it. Yeah, I don't actually know. Like, would it just straight up kill them? I feel like I read a fic where, like, if a werewolf just gets a little bit silvered, then they just die. But that doesn't that seem right. That is absolutely not true. That is not true at all. Yeah. Wow. I really don't know what the silver knife test is, but, I mean, apparently it works. Yeah, they do it so much, and they never find a shifter with it, so maybe it doesn't work? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It could have worked today, but they just didn't try. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they continue walking, and, like, Dean is like, you really fucked up this one, Ronald. And, like, they hear a noise, etc., etc. And back in the vault, uh, the girl, Sherry, is still talking Sam up, and she's like... This is so wild to me because like yeah. Sam, like Sam is right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is literally right there, and she's like, uh, "Dean, like your brother, has he always been that brave? Um, like uh, facing the guy like head on. He's a real hero." And it's like, I don't fuck you. There are like like every single extra in this room is attractive. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, uh, who uh, whatever. Right. Like, if you need to cope, there are options that are right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Anyway, uh, the door opens. Dean uh, comes in, and she's like, "Oh, you came to save us!" But Dean's like. No, 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 I just found more people. And he's holding a gun now. So, that's scary. And Sherry, like, looks him up and is like, oh, why is he holding a gun? And this is the moment where you're like, oh my god, is this the shifter? Mm. But it's not. Yeah. Uh, Dean calls up Sam to, like, talk to him. So, they go out and... Uh, Dean says that like oh it's not the bank teller anymore like it's shredded skin and Sam's like how the fuck are we gonna do this how the fuck are we gonna go out you're wanted by the police we're not gonna be able to get out of here anyway like Dean uh, like basically says like I'm gonna look for the shifter you stay with Ronald and he says like help him manage the situation and Sam like latches onto that and it's like help him manage what are you talking about? And uh, the whole time, like, Ronald is, like, at earshot. So uh-huh. he's hearing everything. And, uh, you know, Sam and Dean exchange about how this is, like, a terrible situation that they're in. And, like, the only option is the insane option. All that. And mm. so Dean leaves and Sam just goes, hi, Ronald, which is... <laughs> I did scream out loud when that happened, because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
Back in the vault, uh, the security guard that Dean has ushered in starts having a heart attack, basically. And Sam decides to, like, leave the door open to let in some fresh air, but no one's allowed to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, what a medic. Uh, and... This is why he wasn't a free med, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Sherry's confused about why he's helping Ron, but Sam says, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. The phone starts ringing. And Ron picks up, and it's the cops asking what his demands are and why he's doing this. And Ron the whole time is like, huh, what do you mean? No, I'm not a bank robber. I'm kind of a crime fighter, I guess. And (laughs) Sam's telling him to just hang up. And the heart attack keeps happening. And Sam goes like great could be our guy could be a trick and someone just says you're just gonna let him die yeah. and so it's like uh no uh and he picks up the phone and basically asks the police to send in a paramedic but mm-hmm. like not to rescue anyone at this, this point in the episode, until Henriksen showed up, like, everything is a blur. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I was having a boring, boring time, and then, like, Henriksen showed up, and I, like, perked up a little. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, let's speed run through the rest of this episode. So, like, Dean is looking around, right? He finds that, uh, a guy from the vault is dead. So that guy is the guy who is trying to get the guard out. Yeah. Very convenient that the guard had a heart attack. Mm. Uh, anyway, like, they figure this out. And, like, Sam is like, oh, uh, man, I don't even know what the fuck happened to Sam. So, no, uh, the, like... Uh, Sam and Dean figure out that that's the guy, so they, like, send the guard out. So Sam is, like, tasked to send the guard out, and then, like, Dean is tasked to talk to the guy, and the guy comes out, and he knocks Dean out, and then he runs through the bank, and uh, Ron runs after him, but Ron ends up standing in front of the light, i.e. the window. Mm-hmm. So he gets shot. Yeah. R.I.P. Ron. Yeah. And it's this whole like slow-mo thing where everything yeah. is silent and Sam and shouting for... like, no! And then Ron like, gets shot. Ron, he falls get over. down! Like he's shouting, right? he's, he's shouting that. And it's like, this is the first time that slow motion has been used well in Supernatural. And it's for this fucking scene. Come on, guys. All right. Like, like it why? Was, yeah, I don't know why Ron gets the special treatment. Ron gets the good slow mo. Sam having his dead in the water moment. Fuck that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But this random guy who was mostly played for comic relief dying and then having no relevance to the plot afterwards gets, like, this entire moment dedicated to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they like, Ron. They bother so much with, um, like, but like RIPing this guy, right? <laughs> like Dean has a moment where he's like, "You did well, Ron. Like, sorry that you had to die." It's like, oh my God, I don't yeah. know. Like, well, after how callous they were about deaths in like Croatoan and in, yeah, I don't know, just so many other episodes. This is just so weird that Ronald gets to be commemorated so hard. Yeah. Remember that time that, like, Dean saw a dead woman in the house and went, ugh, and then just started picking things up and, like, holding her arm up. Yeah. Yeah. And then with Ron, it's like, I'm sorry, Ron, like, you were my best friend, but I just let you go. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. By the way, I have that entire prayer memorized. Like, of course something you do. is deeply wrong. I have watched it so... I didn't do it intentionally. Like, it just happened. So, yeah. Dean's getting the guard out so that he can get medical care. Um, And he's also being a hostage guy. And he lets him out. And one of the cops notices him and that he's taken over the situation. I just had a thought that Ron like Ron in this scene had more like um like they mourned her more than they mourned Cass in like (laughs) after Cass died. (laughs) (laughs) They literally do (laughs) my god Literally, Ron dies. Um, sorry, man. Like you, you did well. And like mm-hmm. Cass dies, and they're like, "Let's eat pie, bro." <laughs> yeah. Um. So inside, Sam finds that the shifter has shed their skin again. Uh, apparently, this person can shift way faster than the St. Louis one, because they couldn't pay the the props and makeup team to do a whole sequence again, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. What even? Oh, and then the cops notice that the feds are here. And then who Henriksen steps in but Victor Henriksen. Hi. Hello. He literally is a cop. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. But it's okay because he's hot. <laughs> literally, literally that post that's like, I think if Jody met me, she'll be pulling for another kind of strap. Like, literally. <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah, so it's Henriksen. And, uh, I mean, he is a cop. And we don't have to like him. But he is a very fun character. And he's hot. No, for real. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, like, he shows up, and this cop is, like, 
let me guess, like, you're in charge now, but you'd love my full cooperation. And Henriksen says, I don't give a rat's ass what you do. You can go get a donut and bang your wife for all I care. And that's just such a good establishing line. Like, it's just so the thing fun. Is, like, like, Henriksen and Dean would like each other, right? And mm-hmm. they do. And like, they eventually. Do. Yes. And I, after like, they know each other biblically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After they know each other carnally, they like each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's reasonable. Uh-huh. Which I think is something that I've said about another character before. If you're listening to this and you're like, you said it about this character, please message us because I've completely <laughs> forgotten. Yeah. But I think my main plot during this line was, like, like Supernatural tries to keep it really pg and Henriksen has done a really good job with the limits of what he has, you know? Yeah. Like, this yeah. sounds, like, just as bad as if there were, like, F-bombs in it. And what I really... Yeah. I really want to hear what Henriksen would sound like if he was in succession. <laughs> like, yeah. he would be allowed to say so much, and it would be so fun. I think if, if like, Henriksen was in succession, he would not say, you can bang your wife. He would say, you can fuck your mom or something. Like <laughs> yeah. That, you know? Uh-huh. And there'd probably be, like, more details and stuff, too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, yeah, he says that they need the SWAT team locked and loaded. And he says, this isn't a regular heist. You have no idea what you're dealing with. There's a monster in that bank. And uh, I think it's so mean to the first time Watchers of Supernatural live for them to think that, like, Henriksen is, like, a hunter and also in the FBI. Because that is probably a cool character to the intended audience of Supernatural. But no, he just meant Dean. What? What? Oh, no, because... Okay, no, sorry. He says there's a monster in that bank... And I feel like some people would think that he, like, actually knows about shapeshifters and is a hunter and an FBI guy at the same time, which is, like, kind of a cool character for, like, people who are watching Supernatural during season two's airing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does become that eventually. It's just that he dies. (laughs) Sorry, Henriksen. Yeah, sorry, Henriksen. When he dies, does he get as much fanfare as Ron? I have no idea. I hope so. I hope they 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 look at Henriksen and Dean. Just, I feel like every single person that dies like around Dean, he just goes like, "You're my best friend, but I just let you go." I think that's like just his default line, right? Yeah. So in the vault room, Dean ushers in like Sherry and everyone else that that like got out right and at some point like sherry says like i thought you were one of the good guys and dean does the like whole i'm gonna humanize myself what's your name and she's like i don't you don't care what my name is but he's like my name's dean (laughs) and uh she says like i'm sherry and then he like tries to reaffirm that like she's gonna be all right everything's gonna be all right Anyway, the phone rings, Dean picks up, and it's Henriksen. Yeah. And Dean was like, yeah, no, I'm not negotiating, so. 
And Hendrickson says, good, me neither. It's my job to bring you in. A life's a bonus, but not necessary. And Dean's like, well, that's kind of harsh. And Hendrickson goes, well, you're not the typical suspect, are you, Dean? And then it zooms in on Dean's face. And I was like, who directed this episode? (laughs) But alas, it is Phil Segrisha, so we have been spared. He, he, Hendrickson, like, does the whole deal where it's like, get the fuck out of there, bring Sam with you. And, uh, Dean is quite surprised that, like, he knows about Sam. And at some point, he says, like, how do you know we're here? And then Hendrickson says, go screw yourself. That's how I know, which I love. Yeah. Go, Hendrickson. He's so yeah. fun. He is a fun character. Yeah. And he says that it's been his job. To know about Dean, so he knows about what happened in St. Louis. He knows about what happened in um, Baltimore. And he knows about, like, the desecration of the graves and the theft and etc. And he says, I know about your dad. And Dean defensively says, you don't know crap about my dad. And Hendrickson says, like, ex-Marine raises kids on the road, blah, blah, blah. Real power military survivalist type. I just can't get a handle on what type of wacko he was. White supremacist. So true. McVay, tomato, tomato. So true. So true. <laughs> so true. Love that. Anyway, like, Dean is extra defensive now. He's like, my dad was a hero. My God. Like... I think, like, if you talk to anyone and they're, like, sitting there, like, my dad was a hero. Like, yeah. no matter who this person is or what their relationship with their dad is, you're like, well, calm down, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, calm down, I feel like if you have a good relationship buddy. with your dad, you say, like, my dad's a pretty cool guy. Like, you don't valorize your dad if you, yeah. like, if he treats you like an equal. Yeah, you say, like, my dad was a good dad or something. Like, yeah. my dad is a hero. That's... <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Henriksen like hangs up on Dean, and yeah. Dean is in distress. Sorry, Dean. Mm-hmm. He just lost his best friend. <laughs> Literally, at this point, I think Ron is his best friend. Like he has absolutely no one in his life, and so losing a person he has talked to for like and had a bonding moment with for like. 30 minutes is very significant. Yeah, probably so. Uh, and Henriksen says that the SWAT team is gonna come in in five minutes. And the cop says, like, they've let out a hostage and they haven't hurt anyone so far. And also, we're gonna risk the lives of all those people. And Henriksen just says, Dean's a greater risk to them than we are. Ugh. Well, at least you're still a fun guy, Henriksen, even if you're okay with so much civilian collateral. Sam is looking around for more shifter info, and he opens a closet, and Sherry falls out with her throat slit, and she's, like, not wearing anything except for, like, like this lacy, like... I don't even know what it is. Like, it kind of looks like a nightdress. And, I mean, honestly, 
I, okay, first, who wears this under their work clothes? Second, I guess yeah. this is better than the alternative, because if the shifter takes all of her clothes, then they probably had the chance to just have her fall out in a bra and panties, so at least they didn't do that. Yeah. But jeez. <laughs> yeah. So Dean comes back in, and Sam explains the sitch. And Dean says, like, hey, Sherry, we're gonna let you go. And she doesn't want to. And Dean insists threateningly. And then she goes out with them. And they, like, take her to the hallway where the other Sherry is. And she starts freaking out. Like, screaming, crying, throwing up, etc. And they think that she's acting. Um, but she just full-on faints. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. And then they... So, like, Seventeen are quite confused. And Dean's about to just, like, stab unconscious Sherry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He just sits over her and goes, huh, and it's like, and then Sam's like, no, stop that. Like, yeah, what's the motive? So, right. Yeah. Uh, so Dane's like, okay, fine. And then he like goes over to the other body and then it opens its eyes. And uh, okay, that was kind of fun. Actually, I did enjoy that. Yeah, so the shifter was just playing dead, and yeah, they, like, try to strangle Dean, and, uh, Dean's fighting. Sherry wakes up and starts screaming and crying and throwing up again. <laughs> like, so true. Have you ever fainted? No. Oh, well, you... I was just wondering, like... How does she wake back up, like, uh, suddenly? Like, how does this work? Probably just the sounds Feel- of the fight, right? Yeah, but when you're fan, it's, like, a different thing than just sleeping. Oh, I guess. But yeah. I'm sure there's still... But, like, like smelling salts, for example, are used to get people to yeah. wake up from fainting. So I think any strong sensory input would still be That's enough. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and the SWAT team, oh, right, the shifter escapes, and the SWAT team shows up, Dean hides from them, uh, and they guide Sherry out when they find her, and then they see Sam and corner him. And, uh, Dean is walking around still looking for the shifter, and the shifter shows up, and they have, like, a little battle, uh, they have a little fight, and Dean eventually stabs her in the chest. Mm. Uh, it, this is like not fun. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. it's not a good fight scene. Like when I was watching it, I was like, "Well, this is kind of boring, isn't it? Like they don't utilize this space. They don't do yeah. anything fun. It's just like a straight up like I hit you, you hit me, I corner you, bam, yeah, yeah." Also, the vibes are just really weird because of how underdressed she is and how he has her backed against a wall. And also, she dies, like, cupping his cheek, which is fucking weird. Like, she should be strangling him. Yeah. 
Like, she has her, like, <laughs> hand on his cheek. Like, I don't even know how it got there. The vibes are just off. Ben Edlin needs to examine some things <laughs> I about think this himself. one is on Phil. This one is on Phil, yeah. Okay, Phil also like needs to examine choice. some things, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. As uh, Dean is kneeling in front of her dead body, the cops show up. Well, kind of, right? Like, yeah. a, a guy shows up. And then Dean looks up and it's like, oh, he's dead. But he's not dead, as we learn later on. Because... Do we even know how he gets out of the situation? Well, I'm assuming I think he just that, attacks like, the guy and takes his uniform, right? I think it's Sam. Like... Oh, is it Sam? Oh, Sam already? Because, like, like, Sam is already in uniform. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Sam shows up, and it's like, uh... Anyway, like, Hendrickson and all the cops are, like, walking around, and they're looking... They're, like, finding the bodies one by one. Mm -hmm. And, like, an officer comes up to Hendrickson and is like, oh, I don't think they're here anymore. Like, we tore up the place and they're not here. And uh, Henriksen is like, no, like, look for them. They're go- they've they got to be here. And the officer is like, I don't think that's necessary. And Henriksen says, why not? And they enter a room, like a little like janitor's closet. And they find two bodies that are um, rid of their clothes. Mm-hmm. And then we get okay, wait, the sorry. best music cue. Okay, go okay. On. Before we get into that very fun scene, I do have to say, like Henriksen must be having a day because he he already suspects that John Winchester is a white supremacist, and then he walks in and the first dead body that he finds is a black man. Like, sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Henriksen. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, like, the best music cue in Supernatural begins, and it's uh, Renegade by the Sticks. And if you're not familiar with the song, like, the intro of the song is very, like, vocals only, and it's, like, a little bit of drums. So, yeah. Uh, so, like, we get, like, these two guys walking, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're walking towards the Impala. And then the music keeps on playing. They sit down, the music keeps on playing. And then the music pauses. And then Dean says, we're so screwed. And then, like, the drums start. And it's, like, a whole thing. I love this song so much. So, like, uh, I don't know. Like, just hearing it in Supernatural again is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, the little, ah, the jig is out. And it's, like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was just me being incredibly happy. I was like, I, I watched this and I was like, this is worth every single thing that happens in this episode. Like, this episode was so boring and then Harrison showed up and it's, it's still, like, kind of boring. And then we get this music cue and everything is alright. Yeah, it's fun. They drive away and the episode ends. Yeah. Woo! Uh, they don't do music cues like this anymore in Supernatural, but anywhere I mean in future seasons. Yeah, I think the 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 last 
time we have like a music cue that's akin to this is goodbye stranger the one that it's never too late to start all over again what is it how to people um to, uh the one before tombstone oh uh advanced thanatology yeah when cat shows up and the song plays and it's like yeah it's never too late to start all over again and it's Cass and he's there and he's alive oh my god uh, yeah oh I, I miss, miss Supernatural him. I miss Cass I miss Supernatural it's weird to miss Supernatural when you're watching it you know mm-hmm. you're like you're watching it and you're like I miss this and it's like it's literally right in front of you mm. but I do miss it yeah anyway Crystal mm-hmm What's up? What did you think about this episode? Uh, it was kind of boring. Like, they tried to make this, like, an interesting episode by making it very action-packed and sort of, like, going into the action movie genre and the way they shot it and set up the plot, but it was still boring. Yeah. Do you think it's boring because of the location? Yeah, I I think they didn't utilize the vault very well. No, because like Crobatoman was also set in one location and it was not boring. Mm. Well, also Sam and Dean don't really have any like character thesis moments. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's true. Like this is so devoid of like overall arching plot aside from the fact that Hendrickson shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I have the same opinion. Like, it's kind of boring. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, ah. And then, like I said, Hendrickson shows up and it's like, who? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Best line, worst line. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I literally don't think about it. Good lines in this episode? Absolutely nothing. I think I like. I like Hendrickson calling John White supremacist, like just for funsies, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, especially because in Haunted, like, I don't know, Rail Tucker tries so hard to establish like someone being like a, like an extreme hunter as a like a, a eugenics thing, but she pins this on Gordon, so like I'm glad that like. As little as this is, John is getting a little bit of the heat for that as well. Yeah. Um, honestly, the only line I can think of that I enjoyed was, I like him, he says okie dokie. <laughs> Literally, he says okie dokie. For me, my worst line probably is... Man, I would fucking know. Um... Can can we get can we give honorary line status to Dean, zooming in on that woman's ass? Yeah. Okay. When it's an honorary line. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna go with Sherry being like, "Who is that man? He is so brave." Oh my god! I forgot about that. You're right. Like the entire Sherry situation is like. My God! Yeah, and I get that they're trying to do the thing where like he trusts, she trusts Dean. Uh huh. But I think you can do that without like, yeah, being like you can like it could be the entirely the same conversation with a different tone, right? Mm-hmm. Like if she was sitting there like he's so brave, like I'm glad someone's out there like vouching for us. Yeah, but like instead she's sitting there like 
he's so brave like i'm glad someone is out there looking out like you know it's the tone that really sets it yeah anyway i am db rating huh this one would be interesting i feel like i feel like people would be so hyped about the music cue that they just rate it high even if they were bored the rest of the time can i can i can i do mine first because you always go first 8.4 okay i was gonna go higher i think i was probably gonna go 8.5 all right holy shit you want to guess again you want to guess again I mean, this doesn't count in our final um, okay, yeah. uh, guesses, but like, guess again. Maybe, uh, I'm gonna go higher? 8.7? Yeah. It's an 8.9. What the fuck, Eddie? I think people just really like the music. Like, I mean, honestly. It was a good I think, scene, I suppose, but. Like, uh, I, the thing is, like, what we did was we watched the episode and then we discussed it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you just watch the episode and then you, like, hear the music cue, you're like, everything is retroactively better, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, everything prior to the scene has become significantly better in my mind yeah. because of this final scene. So, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this one says so finally Sam is on the FBI database. Oh yeah, good for Sam. Yeah, he's not a little good boy anymore. Mm-hmm. Hey, they called Victor Henriksen nasty and arrogant. He's not nasty and but arrogant. He's a fun I little think... guy. I don't I don't know how you can look at Henriksen and be like he's uh, I mean, are they saying this positively? Um, I mean, they say he's a good add to the show, but like, I mean, I feel, that's true. yeah. So, but like, I still feel like those aren't correct descriptors. He's just a fun yeah. little guy having a fun little time. Uh, this one, I must see of the season. Well, you must see all of them, but oh, never mind. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Literally, it says, and I quote. A must-see of the season! Happy face. Well, you must see all of them, but... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Thank you. Right, okay, someone just asked at the end if anyone knows the name of the song, and they put their entire email down for people to tell them if they know the name of the song. Also, we they're... email them from Babbond? <laughs> Um, their email is a U.S. Army military email, though. Oh, no. Yeah, have you heard that, like, Supernatural yeah. is apparently really famous with, like, the military? Yeah, it was, like, the most requested show for troops stationed in Afghanistan, which, like, makes perfect sense to me, but is like, not, does not reflect well. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, someone said that Sam was too cruel to Ronald and that he was so different from the understanding cute Sammy we knew. So true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this that's it. Yeah. Do you have any more progressing insights on this episode? Mm, not really. Nothing. <laughs> Is the title a reference to anything? Because, like, they never say the word night shifter. And the fact that this is happening at night doesn't really matter. Wait, let's see. Night shifter. The night shifter. 
No, that's from 2018. All of these are like incredibly new. Hmm. I don't think it's a reference to anything. Okay. They just came up with a word. Cool. Uh, what's what's that one? That's like Nightcrawler, right? The Jake Gyllenhaal one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think they re- they reference it later on with like uh, uh-huh. Metatron. He becomes a Nightcrawler. Oh. IMDb so. names the guard like his role. It's Stephen E. Miller as Okie Dokie Guard. <laughs> That is adorable. Yeah. That is so fucking adorable. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode of Bus Station Beauties. Next week, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 13, Houses of the Holy. Oh, yeah, baby. Leave us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash beautiespodcast and on Tumblr at bustyationbeautiespod.tumblr.com. Our official tag is BabPod, B-A-B-Pod, and thank you to everyone who's donated to our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash bustyasianbeautiespod. You can email us any feedbacks, comments, or inquiries at bustyasianbeautiespod at gmail.com. See you guys next time! Bye! Bye.